What's up, everybody? This week's episode is a special one. Um, you know, after the, the recent tragedies that have been happening in, in the news regarding the black community, me and Dylan were trying to figure out a way to talk about it on our show. And a really good friend of mine, Jordan Chapman from college, reached, happened to reach out to me and uh, had voiced that he wanted a platform to speak on. And we thought it'd be a great idea to have him on the show. Uh, he also brought along his friend JJ, who I also went to college with, a good buddy of mine, and we just had a really interesting discussion about some serious topics that people need to start talking about, uh, especially right now in this crazy time. So I, it's a, I think you're about to listen to a really, really interesting exchange, and I think you're going to enjoy it, and I think it's something that everybody needs to hear. So um, I hope you enjoy. The Outrage is Fun Podcast. <laughs> That's not it. Are you ready? The Outrage is Fun Podcast? Cross my arms and feel terrible on the inside. <laughs> wow, dude, that's electric. What's right. up, everybody? What up, everybody? We're doing a special episode today. Yeah, very special. Episode. Joe's brought on some Fordham Bros of his. We're gonna get into some issues. Joe's gonna get a little bit of an intro for him. Yeah. So uh, my good friend Jordan Chapman approached me a couple weeks ago. Um, a kid I went to college with, really close with, about the tragedy that happened to George Floyd. Uh, this week after being murdered by four police officers. Jordan's mixed, um, being his mom being white, his dad being African-American, and he's been pretty vocal about situations like this since I've known him. And when uh, the Ahmaud Arbery <clears throat> video came out a few weeks ago, he, we were chatting about it, and he kind of just made it, he just struck my mind where he told me, you know, this could have been me or JJ, who we also brought with us. JJ's another friend I have from Fordham. Both of them are of color. JJ is Dominican. Um, and it just really put that in perspective for me. So when this happened, I reached out to Jordan. He just was like, you know, this is something we got to talk about. And he really wanted a voice. And we really wanted a platform for his voice. So we have both of them. Welcome to both. Happy uh, to have thank you. Thank you for having us. What's up, fellas? How are we doing? How are we doing? Fantastic. Doing excellent. Um, but I'm glad to have you guys on here because I think that I think that we need your voice here. Yeah, man. Talking I appreciate about that. This. It's also been a minute. It's good to see you. It's been very <laughs> it's fucking so, fantastic. It's also quarantine. Just for like time purposes, if you listen to this in like 50 years, it's Holy also quarantine. Oh, quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. History. How, yo, we out here with straight masks. <laughs> <laughs> all four of us are wearing masks. We're, all wearing masks. <laughs> We're about like, to talk about like serious issues in the nation. In the middle of a pandemic. In the middle of a pandemic. We're talking about like black people shit and I'm out here with a red bandana. Shut up. See, that's what we got to talk about though. We got to put that shit to rest. Gangs are coming together now. Exactly. Ain't that beautiful? It is. It is. This, it takes shit like this to bring a lot of people yeah. together. You know that's, what I'm saying? But that's Straight the unfortunate up. part. That's the it, unfortunate is, part. Unfortunate. it should always be like that. Damn. Damn. Should. How long are we about and to talk about on here? Because we could really get we into could. that. We're going to get point, into Jay. this, Jay. Welcome Jay, to the party, the bro. We yeah, the there is, point, there is settle no, on. Settle There is no time cap. I know that Jordan likes to talk. He'll be here until tomorrow. I need a smoke break, though. For sure. We'll have plenty of time for that. He's going to be talking. You can just walk away. Yeah, I want to be like, you know what? Jordan's got this. Don't even worry about it. But, uh, Something that I think is super unique about Jordan, I don't want to say unique, but something that's a good perspective from both of them. We both went to Fordham, yes. a predominantly white private college. Jordan grew up in Connecticut, a predominantly white part of Connecticut. Going to a Southington, white, Connecticut. Connecticut. Soundwire. It's the whitest. Soundwire. Listen, man, it's dead central Connecticut. It's probably 15, 20 minutes south of Hartford, but... 
a good 98% of the population of Southington is white. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. something that's crazy about Jordan, by the way. So Jordan played football at Fordham, but to <laughs> my not, I don't know if I've ever spoken to this about Jordan, uh, spoken to Jordan about this, but what I was informed about him. A very talented athlete, this one. He played lacrosse. I did. All through high school. I did. And then was just like, yeah, I'll, do, I'll try this for this football shit. And then just got like a full ride to Fordham, like on like a one season of football. So that's the way to do dope. it, dude. I mean, but, yeah, probably saved your noggin pretty ain't well. This a oh, for sure. Yo, I came out of Fordham four years of college football with zero concussions. That's what's up. Bless. Wow. Bless. No, I haven't shaken a hand in a long time, right? by the way. It felt weird. Where's, where's, where's the hand sanitizer? sanitizer right now? Where is it? I don't know. I'm just going to sit on my hands Yo, you better now. watch out. People about to be pissed. Y'all better yeah, that's all right. I need cancel, hand Cancel outrageous fun. Frankie, help me out. We'll do <laughs> it. Okay. elbows. Yeah, um, elbows. elbows. <laughs> but but my, the reason I bring that up is because like lacrosse is a is like playing hockey. Like it's the whitest sport we got it's like going playing on right now. Tennis, there are, there are, playboy. <laughs> see, he's with it too, though. Uh, so that's, so, that was gonna be my next point. So yeah, so grow so growing up in Southington, like all of my the majority of my friends, I should say, were athletes. The majority of my friend of my friends were also white. So I made all of my friends on my on those sports teams playing lacrosse, baseball when I was younger, football. Uh, when I was playing like Pop Warner and all that stuff, but basketball was actually my first love. So I played basketball all the way through high school and was hoping to play in college <clears throat> after... We don't have to get emotional about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, never happened. And I'm still not over it. <laughs> no, so I, I actually give a lot of credit to uh, a friend of mine, Zach Cooley, for like making me play football. We played lacrosse together at Southington. And it was over the summer. We're kind of working out together in his backyard running hills. And he's like, yo, Mella got fired. Mella was our, our head coach at the time. He's out. There's a whole new staff coming in. Why don't you just come out and have fun with the boys for one season? And I said, fuck it. So I had a really, really good season. My first game, I had uh, two pick sixes, one for like 74 touchdowns or 74 yards. The other one was like 37. I'm attracted to you right now. <laughs> Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then, no, but then, then the rest of the year was just really, really productive for me. Um, and his brother at the time was coaching at UConn. He was linebackers coach there, and he was trying to get his brother to recruit me. But Randy Etzel was like, "Nah, he's too small. Like, I don't think he's gonna fit here." So his brother Jonathan made a call to the coaches at Fordham. They came down, didn't watch me play a down of football. They offered me a scholarship off of my athletic ability playing basketball. Because all, because all, because so they, they didn't get, they didn't catch Fuck word, yeah. they didn't catch word of me until like the second to last game <laughs> of the season. <laughs> so and they couldn't, and they couldn't make the last one. So all they did was come to my basketball games. Damn. Yeah. And then but you must have shredded that game. They no? came. They came to a few. Oh, they, they came. came they came to okay, a few. Yeah, I, yeah. I played well. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I played well. That's so we're awesome at Fordham. Deal. How did you yeah. guys become friends? Freshman year. Yeah, you. I want you to Fresh, tell the story. Fre freshman year. Freshman year. <laughs> We are both living in South. He's in the basement with your whole team. Yeah, like half, well, of, my, half, of, my, half of our freshman class were, yeah. were either in South or North, and they were both in the basement. Um, I got lucky enough to where I was on the first floor with my, with my roommate, Vaughn. Um, Vaughn. But he, 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 was, he was doing his thing, and, and we, we kind of just ran into each other pretty randomly because I'm pretty sure we were both trying to talk to the same girl. That's always how it happened. Like that. And then That's we just became boys. We just became so, boys. Yeah. yeah. No, I think you hooked up with one of my friend's roommates. I'm not going to bring up names. Yeah, no You names. hooked up with one of my friend's roommates, no and names. I was like, who's this, this Jordan kid? This Everybody keeps talking about Jordan. And then I met him. And by the way, Jordan's super handsome. And he, I, when I met you, you were 
When I met Jordan, I'll never forget this. He was shirtless, and he has this sick tattoo on his ribs. I do. And I remember being like, damn, that kid looks cool with that rib tattoo. <laughs> and I was, I was like, okay, I like this kid. And we became homies. Like, Jesus really good boys. And JJ, how do you... So you went to Fordham also, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to Fordham, um, and I met Jordan... Also freshman year. Freshman year, but I lived in a different dorm from the two of them. He was in low shirt. Yeah, you were in low shirt. Also, the reason why I met him was because I lived across the hall from the from the guy that was on your show, Denard. Denard, yeah. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I used to live across the hall from Denard, and we used to play Xbox with like Lorenzo and all of them. Mm. And then when Jordan would come over, because they were all on the football team, that was just how I met And Jordan. you, so JJ played uh, tennis at Fordham. Oof. So, dude, that, for me. Squad. I just think it's you guys are just the perfect two people. Jesus. It's just so interesting. We like, really, we re it's it's you know what's really funny, is for a long time. So we've always been like bad boys. I, mm -hmm. That's how I've seen it. <laughs> it's true. I'm and Will like, Smith and he's Martin Lawrence. A hundred percent. I can see that. For that's, the way it goes. So Mike time, that's the way it goes. For a long time, like <laughs> secretly. I used to be like, yo, you know what? Fuck you, nigga. Because I wanted to be. I want to be. I want to be. I want to I just want to be Will Smith, bro. Like, no disrespect to um, Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. You. But I was just like, yo, Will. But you know what? There is some gangsterness in Martin. A lot of gangsterness. A lot. In Hell Lawrence. yeah. 100%. Dude, Martin Lawrence would fucking fuck his death G. comedy jam stuff. On, hey, legendary. Uh, legendary. Oh. legendary. Absolutely yeah. legendary. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, but, but Will Smith, though. I mean, he's that. dumb. I want to be Will Smith. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> so, JJ, let me ask you a question. Uh, you play tennis. Super <laughs> yeah. white sport. Very. When you were growing up, was that, like, did you feel weird that you were gravitating towards tennis? Like, did you feel... Um, no, because... So the way we're that gonna I get into some deep shit. Yeah, here. I know, I know. I just like jumped into it, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm ready. That's my shit. The, way, the way I got into tennis was through my father. My father played tennis. Okay. Um, he was a professional tennis player. He was not Andre Agassi or anything crazy like that, but he did play with guys. So he did play with guys who did become that that mm -hmm. good. Um, so you know, I grew up playing baseball as a kid. Dominican, right? <laughs> yeah. So now you got the flag, all of that. Um, and, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm, and I'm originally exactly, and I'm originally from. Some people don't refer to it as Harlem. Some people refer to it as Spanish Harlem. Mm -hmm. Some people now white people call it Morningside Heights. <laughs> so I call it Spanish Harlem. Um, but that's where originally I'm from, and you know everybody there plays baseball. So that was kind of like where I was as a kid. And then my dad just kind of like sucked me into the tennis life. But there was also a side of me where I've always been extremely independent. Mm -hmm. And then like that. And Jordan. So solo and, sport. Exactly. And, yeah. and honestly, that's also very much rooted in like how I was just raised in a very like quiet, subdued way. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, kind of how I was on the tennis court too. Um, so just all of that put together got me into tennis and then that was about it. And then from there, and you moved from from Spanish Harlem yeah, to, to Hewlett. Hewlett. So like that had and to be a culture when, and shock that's when in tennis, itself. That's when tennis got even more serious because you know, well, Jews love tennis. Yeah, Long Island, Long Island <laughs> I mean, got some true. of the most real tennis players. It's real in the country. Yeah. Um, and then the reason why too is because. You know, fucking Jew. I love. First of all, I'll be the first <laughs> black person to say I fucking love Jewish. People. Not, I don't think Yo. you're the first black person to say that. <laughs> no, I'm saying on this show. I that's love, actually that's first. That, that's first. first. I love. I, I fucking love Jewish people. I love I'm everybody. Saying, I'm not saying I'm the first black. I, I love everybody but for the record. Yo. I have a, yeah, I love everybody, obviously, but I have a very special appreciation for Jewish people because they're really smart, man. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yo, think about the shit they've also been through. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And we want to start talking about the blacks and the, you know, Jewish people have also been through a lot of things. Tons and the of way they yeah. work together, man, and black people are starting to take note and doing that. And that's why, you know, we're kind of all here. That's today. really observant, dude. Yo, and I used to see things like that as a kid. And that was kind of what also drove me into tennis. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. And like, for me, it just kind of created a natural path for my life because mm-hmm. then I work in finance. Mm-hmm. And like, people ask, How are you so good? Man, I've been around like old white dudes in a country <laughs> club since I was 12. Mm-hmm. And I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So then I became older and knew what I was doing then too. Mm-hmm. But I guess if we're going to start talking and weaving and race into that kind of like how jordan said being literally black and white i was on the inside black and white i was mm-hmm. the uh-oh <clears throat> oreo mm-hmm. where i'm just totally black but i'm still white but yeah but yeah. i think i think i think one experience that jj and i can both speak to from his experiences coming from hewlett when he was like in high school and my experiences coming from southington from grade school all the way through high school is we both had to deal with tokenism like all the fucking time right mm. so like the majority of our friends all of his pl- all of his friends on, on the tennis team all of my friends that i played baseball oh with God, all of my yeah. friends that i played lacrosse with the majority of guys that i played basketball with, like, like every, everybody everybody was white and yeah. i was the one black dude on the team mm-hmm. the one black dude on the team Your colleagues too same thing it's it's the same thing now unfortunately like honestly though <clears throat> I, you know it's unfortunate because it's unfair. Right. But, you know, at the same time, like, fuck them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, fuck them. I think that, I don't, you know, some people don't even, honestly, people don't need the finance shit. It's overrated. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I learned a lot, a ton. And it's, inf- it's honestly information that I feel comfortable to the point where, you know, I've always wanted to have children and I've always thought money is what you need to give children. But this is what I'm talking about. Like I learned in the Jewish community, it's not just money. It's it's knowledge, yo, it's, no. it's here, it's man. All up here. It's yeah. here, and knowledge, fi- knowledge finance, will be your legacy. Fi- yo, finance really opened my eyes because, and it opened <clears throat> my eyes almost in a negative way mm-hmm. to be like, damn, this is how they take advantage of people who make all this money and do all these things. And I was like, I'm gonna do it, but just like, like more humane. Mm-hmm. And that's what people are partially rioting in the street for, mm-hmm. man. It's unfair. Well, it's just, just unfair out there. Yeah, it really Straight is. Straight up. Like, just you saying, like, being the token black dude, like, if it's just a numbers game, just because, like, there's less, right? There's less yeah, minorities exactly. in, a, in a certain exactly. area. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like, you have, exactly. there's few of you. Exactly. That's, that's fine. Like, that's just how it works. But the, the fact is, that yeah. you have to be referred to as, like, the token black kid. Right. Yeah, what like, is that like? Or, like, to... for you, JJ, even just saying, uh oh, Oreo. Like, the fact <laughs> that an uh oh, Oreo even exists is insane. Like, why do you. Why are you considered an uh-oh Oreo just because you don't fit the profile of what, what like, a, what somebody might perceive as a normal black guy? Honestly, like, that's, though, crazy. that's a really good. Uh, I have a comment after that because that's a phenomenal transition. Go ahead. Honestly Sorry. though, no, you know, honestly <clears throat> though, for me, like, all that shit is really annoying, and I don't know. I'm not gonna speak for Jordan, but while that shit really is annoying, a lot of those things did mess with me, and honestly, to the point where. Just recently, I, I think I've gotten over all of them. Mm. Um, I'm not, I, mean, I wasn't no bitch. You know, straight up. <laughs> straight the fuck up. That shit would piss me off, but that shit would motivate me. Mm. Yo, you don't understand how shitty my grades are. My man raised no bitch. <laughs> no, seriously. You don't understand how many kids in high school, you know, 
did better than me in school or how many girls in high school didn't give me attention. I have a fucking fine-ass Dutch wife and I make yeah. six figures coming out of college. What the fuck are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and that that I don't say those things out loud a lot because we're taught not to say those things out loud. Yeah, you, know, you know, were brought up to be humble. Well, like anyway, you, you were know, brought up yeah. to be humble. You were brought up to and be humble. I also do believe in humility straight up. I do. You know, I don't like saying those things, but for a long time, I wouldn't even accept them mm-hmm. to myself. And I would just self deprecate all the time mm-hmm. because of that feeling to like, you know, people make fun of me and, you know, I'm using it for my motivation and I know <clears throat> I'm getting good. But people are still getting to me because every no matter it's like you forced you're for in order to make it in a black man as America, you're forced to be a lot of ways that you naturally would not be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that, you know, every black guy in finance hates finance because there's plenty of what people would say, Carlton, which what the mm. fuck, man. So, it's, but it's just got to be annoying that you feel yeah. like you're breaking yeah, it's a stereotype. No, it's it's a box. Everybody's in a fucking <clears throat> exactly. Box, exactly. So. For for me, it was it was a it was a little bit different. You're saying that everybody is in a box. When I was growing up, I felt like I specifically did not have a box because I really didn't know. Well, like, you were growing I, up with with parents of different races, right? So, so yeah, so my like mom, my mom, backgrounds. Yeah, so my mom is 100 percent Polish. My dad is African American. Uh, my dad passed away when I was nine, so I also just didn't grow up with him mm-hmm. in my life, having those father son experiences with him. And for him just, to push just through be, that, yeah, exactly. Yep. Like I just didn't have that sort that sort of guidance. I got it from other people, but it's it's not it's not the same 100%. type of relationship. So I my mean, mom had to step in to be both of those people. But even at the same time, I think my biggest problems, especially when I was younger, it took me up until after I graduated from Fordham actually to really figure the shit out and and be comfortable with myself. Mm -hmm. My problems came from not really understanding where I fit in Mm -hmm. specifically because of the fact that my mom is white, my dad is black and the majority of my experiences growing up were with a bunch of white people that either said, chap, you're not even black, which like you grew up in Southington. You're not black. Your mom, your white mom's people, white. You're not black. Would white but people the, say that to you? Oh, yeah. all, all, the, all the fucking time. The all the fucking time. time. Would you get but that from black people? Time. So yeah, that was going to be my point. I get that. All I got that all the time from black kids everywhere. Right. In college, it happened all the time. They were like, "Chap, you're not even black. Like you grew up in Southington." Let all me, right, I'm right, cool. You so like, what the I fuck wanna, am I then? I don't want to interrupt, and I don't want to interrupt you because I want to hear what you got to say. But one thing I and I could be wrong. Like you're part of the community. I'm kind of on the outside, but I feel like this right now i feel like we're at a point where that shit like black people making comments like that to other black men or women damn i got is was i about to cut you off were you about to say (laughs) that no i said no no no. i mean first thing is i feel like uh, that's ending i remember i feel like it's getting less and less because it's being gotta stick together i I don't i can't i can't say that it's being less but it's definitely being noticed yes okay first thing is you were in a box too you just didn't have other people in those boxes there with you. you. There's sure. a bunch of Jordans all over the world. And that's, right. No, yeah, of and course. That's of course. Part, and that in me was what made me be like, I'm no fucking bitch. Stop hitting the table. Because there was Arthur Ashe. Okay. You know, there was James Blake. There was, damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> Moms. Fuck. It ain't your shit. There was... We're getting excited, yeah, dude. I'm not emotional. There's no Arthur Ashe. There's no James Blake. Every day yeah, Frankie you know, yells at me all the time. The same, the same way Jordan, I don't know, there's other light-skinned dudes in the NFL. Or, of course there or, are. You know, the same. And that was kind of like, that's what got me through it. Mm-hmm. You know, because those things did hurt. Mm-hmm. But that's what got me. And then, nah, forget well, it. Well, I, I think that's what interesting, you, too, because, like, you guys dealt with 
similar shit, but you also like deal with shit different on the inside. Of course. So yeah. like that's I feel like you're put in this box and people expect you to deal with things a certain way too. So when you react, when you get emotional or when you do certain yeah, shit, it's yeah. just looked so, at differently and it's got to weigh on you. So the way I reacted to those types of situations that were, let's let's just call them like racially charged, right? Mm. When I was a kid, um, <laughs> the when I was a kid, the majority of my responses came out as a form of like anger or aggression. Mm. Um, I think a lot of that actually had to do with me losing my dad. Like I had a lot of anger built up from, to from that from that specifically. Like I had no idea how to cope with all that as a nine-year-old kid. And then on top of that, having to deal with like being called a nigger for the first time. That, that shit, happened to you? Yo, I was in fifth grade the first Yikes. time someone called me. Was it someone in word. the fifth grade? Yeah, he was a classmate of mine. Like he lived around yo. the corner from my house. I remember Aaron, in fifth grade someone. Aaron. He, you remember the <laughs> that name? Was my first oh, I remember, I remember this kid's name too. I'm just not, I'm just, I don't want to say it. Yeah. But, like we were we were walking home from school. I don't even I don't remember what the argument was about, oh, but sure, we were man. literally standing in front oh, of Jesus. my house. I'm like, fuck it. And he caught he calls me a nigger and I I'm in in that moment I get so enraged. The only things that came out of my mouth were stay right here, I'll be right back. <laughs> so he stood there and I came back outside with a knife in my hand and I was ready to fuck him up. In fifth grade? In fifth grade. Jesus Christ. Why do I you think you were that angry? Well I I don't. I wasn't. I don't want to answer that for you, but I think I. I don't know exactly why, but I think a lot of my anger problems at the time stemmed from not understanding and not being able to cope with the death of my father. For sure, it was, so, yeah, it was like, after that. Yes. Okay. It was, I have a question. The first time that happened was about a year after. Did Oof. Jesus when he when that kid said it? Did he like fully know that he, was he doing it just to like maliciously say some like horrible shit to you? And, I mean, like, obviously, anytime you say that word, it's doing, but like, mm. it's yeah, so young. No, well, you're, you're so, so right. young. Like, I would, like, I think where, that's a where good are those point. kids' parents? They deserve to be, it's, like, fucking educated so and beating the shit are out of Are you saying, do you think he knew what he was saying? Exactly. Like, do you think he, I, do you think he I knew think the he pain had to he was I knew in fifth grade. Where else, it depends on the situation. Exactly. Where else are you going to learn what's right and wrong? Yeah. Like, you're going to learn that primarily from your parents, maybe your aunt and uncle, whoever's looking after you. That's where you're going to learn right and wrong from. And yeah. he definitely knew what he was saying. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. And that's what happened after you? the knife situation. Mm. Uh, well, my, my, I told my mom about it because, like, who else am I going to tell? Um, she pulled me off the Little League baseball team. Damn. <laughs> and Jesus. then I started playing lacrosse, actually, because she was like, you need an outlet for your anger. <laughs> We're gonna let you hit kids a little bit <laughs> with a metal pole instead of trying to stab That's them with a knife. So interesting that you were raised that way. Yeah, I'm so opposite. And how, how was it different for you? I was just so much more calm. Yeah, no, I wasn't calm. Well, I would say that, well, like, that's when people, your personality. If someone called you the N word, like what? Do you think that you were able to be raised that way because your mom was white? Were raised what way? Where you ha- like? Because it sounds like you let out your anger more. I was taught to hold almost like I saw people holding in anger. And that's almost why I also felt like tennis came so naturally to me because mm-hmm. it wasn't. Even though there were times where I would feel that rage. But and you wanted to. Honestly, that would confuse me for a long. And this is what I was talking to you about before. Mm-hmm. It would that anger would almost scare me because I was taught to not mm-hmm. be angry. This is like this is, this is why I'm bringing that up. And that's what I'm saying. No. Like and my. My mom is black, so maybe she taught me that because she was taught. Do you? And I know, and I'm saying this because I know your mom too. Your mom is a f- 
fucking badass. <laughs> but do you think she feels like she can be that? Do you think it would be the same whether she was black or white and that it's instilled in you because of that? That's that's an interesting question. I, I Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I think... I think my mom herself has been through some experiences that have definitely mm. shaped especially her character, with dad, especially I'm with, sure. oh my God, yeah. especially with yeah. my father. Cause so when, it's not like she's cause they started, Right, because like I mean, they yeah. started dating when they were both at UMass and that was what, mid, I don't know, late mm -hmm. 70s, early 80s, something like that. And mm -hmm. interracial Oof. relationships at that point in time were not as kosher as they are right now. Aye, aye, aye. So there were plenty <laughs> of... Yeah. So then, volatile and, situations that I'm sure my mom had to deal with. And I don't, I, I can't tell you for certain what her reactions were, but I can tell you right now what they would be. And I'm saying, mm -hmm. for, and further to that point, since, for example, you know how they say our parents teach us to be quiet, but I'm sure your mother taught you to st stand up for yourself. Absolutely. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that she taught you to stand up for yourself where mine, I would say mine would more so be like, stand up if it got really bad. But other than that, like, chill like i am was that like, something common in like your your neighborhood yeah, hell yeah hell yeah, yeah. everybody in my we good black folk like that <laughs> yeah. some sh straight up that's how that was yo my aunt god bless her soul i love her i haven't heard no, somebody say bless her soul in god a long bless time. her soul <laughs> wants no trouble she's super she's super chill but she's like and i don't blame her but she's a scared old lady because mm -hmm. the world crazy yeah that's Not kind of like more the mentality i think like the fact that like you had like you had to be raised to like hold in your anger though and like you had to be raised to like like be taught to like stand up for yourself with something so deep and you used it positively yeah i tried to you try you did as yeah as someone who's like grew up who like didn't speak their mind as much how how did that like because that's probably like an identification right yeah it is so how has that like evolved yeah morphed um it's funny wow Let, i can answer that question for well, both of you, um, yeah. i can tell you for a fact this man speaks his mind all the time now <laughs> all yeah. of the time and I was there like we a were, spark listen, ever yeah. there? we were we gotta we were start at, shutting jj we up at, now we were at yeah, ralph's man. getting some italian ice earlier today and this dude was standing in line probably three or four people in front of us just taking fucking forever this man, loud as hell. Bro, what's the deal with this guy? Why is he taking so long? <laughs> yo, we are Over Italian ice. Yo, Italian you know, ice is you delicious. Absolutely. You know. Mango with uh, vanilla gelato right. on top. I'm also going to stop you because that's bullshit because everybody knows how dramatic you can be. I was, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what just happened. I though. was pissed for the second time when I stepped on the gum. I didn't say the first thing that loud, but yeah, the second time, yo, somebody spit out fresh gum, and I got pissed on new sneakers. Yo, anybody that watches this show who likes their sneakers, sorry if you don't, will be like, yo, fresh gum on my sneakers. And, and you know what? People need to know, yo, if I, and, and if the dude was like, yeah, it was me, I'd be like, yo, don't do that, man. That's not nice. But that, people but, deserve to hear that. But that yeah. proves my point. Now you yeah. are willing to say I those things, saying, whereas no, back in the day you were not. not when did that, when did that yeah, shift for you? I'm when also, did that shift? I'm saying that first part. It that first part sounded like an angry black guy, and that's not what I am. Because that's you know, a friend of mine. Her, you know, I'm not gonna talk about. I'm not gonna talk about that because it's something personal to her. But that's cool. You know, I've told friends, hell yeah, go say what you gotta say, but be calm. Be calm, because if you start walling out, and you know, I say that caveated, because 
I said, to, yo, when I hugged Jordan today, I started crying. Straight up. Because for the first time ever, it really hit me that it could be Jordan. Mm-hmm. And if that happened, that rage that I now know how to control would be fucking lost. Mm-hmm. It would be lost. So, you so, know, I, I say you got to be chill because you do. But even as a black man, I will say it's hard mm-hmm. to keep that chill. Absolutely. You know? it's and, hard. And, it, and it's easy to say that when that chill is not really that, you know, when you're kind of far away. Because I'm not anywhere near Minneapolis. I still feel it. But like, I don't know. I guess you feel it more personally mm-hmm. in your backyard. It's. I, I, I had a similar realization as, as JJ did not too long ago because when the, when the videos came out about Ahmad, like, that was literally the, the first thing I thought of was that that could have been JJ as well. Mm-hmm. Like you and you and I talked about that for like a good twenty five minutes, mm-hmm. and that's part part of the reason why I wanted to talk on on this show about what the fuck is going on and why this shit is important because it could be mm-hmm. like you really don't you like, don't put the the nation's problems into perspective until you insert your own details, your own personal details into that story it's like a and, movie and then and then you can finally understand like holy yeah. shit if i lost my best friend in that moment like if J- if jj was taking a jog around hewlett and some shit like that happened exactly like he just said i would lose my fucking mind mm-hmm. exactly and you should lose my mind you should and but but the thing is we shouldn't have to feel that way you shouldn't have to be you know scared what I'm exactly to do we regular should. shit exactly like That's i was i was having i was having a conversation with, with my mom the other day good 45 minutes about what's currently going on and i told her mom listen i'm going for runs around here every other day now a couple miles just trying to stay in shape and doing all that shit every single time i walk out of my house as soon as i get to the end of my street i'm looking over my shoulder no matter which turn i take no matter which car goes by that is a consistent thing mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be that way mm-hmm. no it shouldn't, we should, it should not we should not way. have to feel like someone's after us all the fucking time or just that we have to look over our shoulder because we're uncertain about if someone's after us or not has like, that been something th- you've had inside you your whole life to an extent yeah i think so to an extent i think so has what? it amplified in your adulthood at all absolutely i also think it's been amplified by myself only because of the fact that i'm now capable of talking about it yeah like these these issues that we're that we're talking about that jj and i were going through as kids i myself there's no shot I was I was at a point in my life where I was able to even understand ver- it. A even understand yeah. it, and then B verbalize it mm-hmm. and verbalize how I was feeling, in the, especially in that moment. Oh, I no knew. shot. I knew, mm-hmm. I knew, I knew since I've been a kid, and but you know what it was too? Because I was quiet, I knew how to exploit it. Mm-hmm. I've been playing white people my whole life. <laughs> well, you, like, ever, you ever hear that? You ever, you, no, you know, you know the, the system. Yo. That's what, that's, it is. That's, that's, that's what that's, I mean. By I, no, I know. That, that, I, the equivalent me, I know. of playing white people my whole life would be playing the system, which Work is controlled the by the white people, mm-hmm. who some black people would say is used to oppress us. And that's mm-hmm. why I refer to it. I didn't necessarily look at it that way. But they talk about it all over. It's not just us. And, you know, my thing and my voice is music. And musicians talk about it all the time. And I'll never forget it. Tupac said, you know, and it's part of, you ever heard that, the album To Pimp a Butterfly? It's mm-hmm. by Kendrick Lamar. And To Pimp a Butterfly is, is the concept of taking something and manipulating it for it to, for you to use it. And black people are the butterflies and the pimps are America. That's kind of how it was. And if you watch this interview on Tupac, he's like, nah, y'all got it twisted. 
when I make a song, it's these white kids out here dancing and screaming to my music. You just don't understand it. Mm -hmm. You just label me and put me in this box, even though I'm the one shifting the culture and I'm the one, you know, affecting change. But because I am a black man, you want to you want to take my words and flip them and say mm -hmm. I'm a murderer. And, you know, I have had to do those things but because you made me have to, you know, mm -hmm. and that's things that people don't understand that it just it doesn't just come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know, like well, these things that's are a very, great point. It doesn't come out of nowhere. It's really complicated. And I, and I think that the complication comes from, <laughs> yeah, it's real like, this, situations man. like this, like George Floyd and Ahmad, like, these are the, this is when it gets at its worst. Like, this is like, this is fucking insane. But yeah. it doesn't take crazy instances like that to look around and see, like, what's going and on. Just like, under, and just understand that some shit is really fucked up. No, I'm, I'm 100% Yeah, like, you. I mean, you see, like, just when you walk into a room, like, Oh, say it's a bunch of white people you walk into a store or a restaurant or something like you are looking at these people like i'm assuming you're looking around like assuming these people are looking at you some sort of way a hundred percent doesn't matter what that way is like the whole point behind this uproar in brooklyn and, and in minnesota is like yo why do you have to look at me different period at all at all look yeah. at just like, look at me as another human being yeah, like, why can't why? why can't you look at us the way you look at your brother or sister exactly exactly don't, no, I, I don't understand it it's and it sucks well, that it's it takes deeply something deeply rooted bit. in like deep, so, long ancestry of like super fucked up. It really races. is. Yeah. And the problem I is was, that like white people are afraid. If you ask me, like people don't want to humble themselves and like swallow their pride and like talk about this shit or, or admit that they've been doing wrong without even realizing. Like yo, most white white people like that you experience every day. Like even people that you would you would not even label as racist. Like they were raised. With these things that you just if, inherently, that inherently yeah. they don't even know they're doing, and yep. like that's the problem. Like, and that's part of the that problem. That needs Absolutely. to be addressed, but people don't want to fucking deal with that. I think I think another I think another aspect of the, of this entire kind of race issue that needs to be addressed, and it has been by a million other people. Like my fam my uncle Justin talks to me about this kind of shit all the fucking time. But in order to understand some of the problems that we're dealing with right now, we also have to look back to history. Mm -hmm. and, and understand where this shit actually comes from. Because the only way you're going to find a solution to a problem is understanding where the problem comes from. Mm -hmm. You understand? So, like, I was having a conversation the other day about all of this shit, and I tried to bring it back to a historical standpoint, specifically around the looting and the rioting that was going on in Minneapolis after George Floyd died. Mm -hmm. The person that I was speaking to couldn't really understand my argument, so I tried breaking it down as simplistically as I possibly could. Our country was founded on stolen land and stolen labor, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. While I'm not condoning and I don't necessarily agree with the looting of communities mm -hmm. whenever this kind of shit happens, our country was founded on it. So for those people who might not necessarily have the capacity to um, like release their emotions in a different way, that's all they know. Mm -hmm. That's all they know. I think what else do you expect that, to happen? That's exactly my point. It's like what, when something this crazy happens, also, by the way, this many times in such a short amount of time. Right. I mean, this isn't... The, that's the, also the Ahmad problem. Ahmad and, and George Floyd aren't the only things that have happened just in the last two weeks. Of course. Breonna Taylor. Like, all this shit's been going down. And, it, like, yeah. I fucking lost my train of thought, but well, I think <laughs> I saw, you got my point. I saw an article that said that, like, 2013 or something like that. I, I read this article a while ago. I don't remember it all mm -hmm. specifically, but it was like 2013 was like one of the, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like one of the first like high profiling, like police killings of like a black man where it was like highly covered by the news. 
And from like 2013 to like 2020, like the amount of like unjust police killings, like didn't change Mm -hmm. at all. So it's like for seven years, it's been a problem where like, how long has like the Black Lives Matter, you know, been a part of our world? It's Uh, been a slavery. The Since Black Lives Matter, like the group, the, the, no. like, or, or like, the, like the specific group. slogan. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I'm not saying the, <laughs> the concept. Like, no, 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 not <laughs> I mean, the actual concept. Jesus Christ, no I mean, fucking a. I'm sorry, that cracked me. I meant like the actual <laughs> slogan. I meant like the actual movement. I would say like last five years. Yeah, I would. I would say within the last five years. But it's like it's crazy to think that all this time has passed and it's like still no fucking change. Right. Like that's scary. Well, we we, we want to get into the whole police thing. I think that's a great place to go right now. Like, that is a problem. It absolutely. And is I was a talking to Dylan before, and I feel like it's it comes out of a lack of like, first of all, just about. I mean, I I don't mean to offend, but like anybody could become a fucking cop. It seems like right now. It's seriously like if yeah. people like this are getting hired to become law enforcement, <laughs> yeah, who the fuck oh, can't right. be hired? You want to check something out? I got you. I think yeah. you're right. I'm gonna tell you exactly what the problem is. And I've been sorry that I've been using my phone. I've been looking up to see this guy's more. essay. There's a slave owner who who made an essay, and I'm gonna I'll get to it when I find it. But this joke is it's a picture of Chris Rock, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I saw this." Here's the thing, man. Whenever the cops gun down an innocent black man, it's like, well, it's not most cops. It's just a few bad apples. But some jobs, y'all can't have bad apples. Right. American Airlines can't be like. Most our people can land. It's the same, yo. It's the same yeah. concept. It's the exactly. same Police thing. It's, it's, a yeah, it's, it's a lie. It's a lie. Absolutely. And you they, 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 there needs to be training for like you can't get. And it's you hard. Can't be, and that's hard. If and you're somebody, somebody on TV was said that's hard though. Yeah. But but like get yo, it done. listen, yeah, if you're somebody, done, dude. if you're get somebody, it done. if you're somebody who's prone in any way to be uncomfortable in front of. Like, a, if you pull over a car full of black guys and that's something that's going to, for whatever fucking reason, whether it's out of racism or just out of sheer, like, nerves or some shit, if you're somebody who's going to get nervous in that scenario, Jeez. you shouldn't be a policeman. And this is how people keep getting fucking shot. It's like you just aren't mentally, training-wise, you're not equipped to deal with any of these situations. Like, you I shouldn't saw, be put in you know I saw I saw something the other day that's similar to, to what JJ was just talking about. It was uh, a meme, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was along the the same lines. It was like, cops are highly trained individuals and taught how to remain calm in stressful situations. Doesn't seem like. And it. when they are pulling over, for example, a, a car full of black guys, they can say, "I was fearing for my life," right? Mm-hmm. But then, in the same situation. Those civilians who just happen to be a bunch of black guys that are in the car mm-hmm. are expected to stay calm with no training with guns in their faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that fucking fair? It's insane. Exactly my point. See, and but and that's the difference in our personalities. I mean, and I can Where are you going? Are you allowed to cut? Yeah, I am gonna edit all this. Am I allowed to talk about we the police, bro? Right are you yeah, like, dude? The police? Yeah. We're talking about the cops right now. Yeah, we're doing it right now. Yeah, but in my own experience. That's a personal story. If you want to, if you want to, that's, yeah, that's your I, call. If I, if I, I mean, say, personally, yo, I would love this to is hear. What I would suggest. I would love to hear. I'm going to suggest this. Yo, tell your story. Tell your story. And if you feel if bad you feel about it, we'll cut it out. I will cut it out. It's up to me now. Your choice. Get it out. You do it. You hate it. I told you. Bro, it helps to talk. I'm not. We want it. It's just that I respect you, know, you too. But I don't know, you know, 
<laughs> Listen, I, I think, we want to put think, this out in the world. I think yeah. you should. We're tell, already I, doing it. You're here I for think this you should reason, tell bro. the story because it gives a very specific perspective that's super fucking real. It's real, Dude, exactly. It's super real. fucking real. Take us there. Take us there right now, bro. Okay. Right. I mean, no um, urgency. You can do whatever you want. No, no, no. no. Do whatever you're ready. Take a sip. Yeah, yeah, take a sip. Take a sip. It is fucking hot in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have to shut off the AC because it fucks up the audio. Josh should get a fan and put it like on the outside. It's too loud. All the way over there? Yeah, it fucks up the audio. Yeah, we just try to do crisp audio here. I actually have it on. It's just like really low. It's pumping. I feel a little bit of draft. Yeah, dude. Frankie gets. Frankie's a music guy, too. He gets all this audio. I tried telling JJ, like, Frankie's. Into this shit, bro. He's, been, he's been mastering some tracks for uh for Denard. That's dope. And oh, really? Rico. Yeah. He's Fuck yeah. Moods. He's Good shit. Moods and uh, party mm-hmm. right now. Um, but anyways, all right. Damn, I could tell you stories for days. This is a deep dive. Let's hear it, yeah. Um, all right. The first one, I guess, and the honestly, the worst and the scariest one is. All right. So there was a block in my old neighborhood, uh, and you know. My old neighborhood, when my dad was there, and my dad's like 53, so, you know, I'm 26, so I would say in the 80s, woof, the block was hot. You know, it was like <laughs> that. It was that. And then in the early 90s when I was there, it was still there, and I don't think, sorry, I don't think it was as prevalent to me because I was a child, and my mom and my fucking, both my parents and my grandmother, God rest her, so, you know, they protected me, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, I had some really good parenting. Um... But even when I moved out, even when I moved back there after college, and now that's where this story comes in. This is after college. I was living back in my own neighborhood. Um, it's 2016, and it's still like, you know, white people coming in, but it's still, you get right. Which neighborhood is this now? Um, by Columbia University. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, gotcha. by Columbia University. Um, and, you know, you'll still get your little Prada bag jumped if you're mm-hmm. walking, you know, by yourself too late at night and, you know, something like that can happen to you. So mm-hmm. I still feel those things when I'm walking there to mm-hmm. kind of put you in the mood. So it's a dark night and um, there's a lot, you know, once you're uptown, as you know, it's not the West Village where avenues are really short. Once you're crossing... An avenue, that shit is long, bro. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there's nobody else there, you're on your own. And that's how we think. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's not how other people think, but that's how... I see a long street, I'm like, hmm. I'm sure that's how females think. Mm-hmm. It's definitely it in perspective. And that's Absolutely. why, and that's why, real quick, I'm going to go back to my, my shit. It's not about black or white with mm-hmm. any of this. It's really nice. How come a girl, a white girl, can feel the same feeling as a black man? I want to mm-hmm. hurry up and get down this fucking street. Mm-hmm. So why don't you protect them the same way? Mm-hmm. Cool. So I'm walking down this street, and it's really dark, and I just finished getting a haircut. And I got a refresco rojo for all my Dominicans. <laughs> you know what that is. That's a, um, like a Dominican soda. Like those like Mexican sodas that, you know, it's or, the same thing. Like but some the, horchata or Yeah, exactly. Straight, <laughs> straight sugar. Straight sugar. Yeah. Straight, straight sugar. sugar. Sweet. Shit, is, it's shit is fucking good. They just, shit put is a, fucking they just put a cap on a Yo, piece shit of sugar. Is Let me and tell you, man. It's a plantain put, with a fucking sip out of it. He put me onto those in college. They are fantastic. He's slurping them. Anyways. So I'm enjoying one of those. But it's winter, so it's like 5 o'clock, but it's already fucking pitch black. Everybody knows what winter's like in New York. And these things look like like beer bottles. Okay, so I'm drinking one of these things, and I, it's fucking brick. And I have my headphones on. I love music. I always listen to music. I, wherever I go, anybody knows me, I'm listening to music. But it's fucking freezing, so I have head, uh, my hoodie on, so you can't see I'm listening to music. There's two cops behind me, and, you know, they're telling me, yo... 
no public drinking, like, stop, and I don't hear shit. And they're telling me, yo, stop, I don't hear shit, and they get closer and closer, and the dude pulled me by my left shoulder, like, mad hard. And, and, the, and you got scared I'm, as I'm an athlete, bro, like, I'm on instincts, like, I'm on high alert, like, and he got knocked out, and I hit, I punched that dude right in the nose. Cop? Damn, cop, man. holy shit. And the cop got a bloody nose and fell on the floor, and the other cop said, pink, and pulled his gun out and right on me. He's like, yeah, what the fuck? And we just started all screaming. And or me and, and you him have start, your headphones on. Yeah, right? me and him started screaming. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And the other guy was screaming. He's like, put your fucking hands in there. Thank God. Yo, that could have just been pink. Yeah. If you think about it, if we the were wrong in Georgia, guy, bro, that's the wrong guy. Bro, it's wrong cop. The wrong cop. You, and wrong that's, cop. It's a rap. I love that guy. I wish I knew his <laughs> name. <laughs> I love tell him, him tell so him, tell much. Him, tell him what he said, though. Tell him what he said when, he after, like, after the, like, y'all like, calmed down from beer. And then, sorry, yeah, you can You're in a beer. And he's like, calm down. And we're calming down. And then I was like, it's a fucking soda. And he just like, and was like, oh, my God. And he was just like, just go. I just did Thank well, the God. fact that, honestly, dude, it. the fact that all that, that shit happened paused, is even ridiculous. Beer, though, Shout even if it the, wasn't even a fucking beer, beer. Even if a it gun wasn't should beer. not come into play for somebody having a beer in public. No, right. but it's because like, I punched. I know the dude it's because you face. punched the cop. Yeah, but, but he like, shouldn't have grabbed. He shouldn't have grabbed you. He should have. No reason. He should have. He shouldn't have made sure you could see him. Yeah, like he could have come around you and see what the fuck is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't touch somebody. Like you yeah. can't get, you can't get. Yeah, you can't blame somebody for knocking but, the shit but up. But my point is, you can't blame somebody for. I mean, you can't even these people that are dying. They didn't even do anything, so there's nothing even to blame. Right. Like, so you could blame me for punching him in the face. I mean, if I you're would. fucked up, no. if you're a fucked up person, because you obviously we have people fucking kneeling. Up. You know what I'm saying? Or specific, or specific news outlets that just want to create their own narrative around the story. They'll pull <laughs> up, well, they'll pull up a detail from one of these persons' past from 15 fucking years ago, and say it like it happened yesterday, and use it as the reason why this shit happened, and to try to rationalize it. That shit is also a fucking problem. Well, we were just kind of getting into the fucking news being a huge problem, and it's it like it, yeah. exactly it starts everywhere. Whoever's in control of the information. Whether it's like parenting and like it, or the fucking media, like right. whoever's in control of the information, that's where the problems start. Like you gotta fucking figure that shit out. It well, seems was to me. I saw warm. I thought I thought it was. Uh, did you guys see the the video that came out? It was either yesterday or today. Uh, a CNN news reporter. Yeah, I, I'm, Omar. Uh, yeah, Omar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He fucking, got arrested on the entire crew got arrested got on arrested. this. Omar that was some of the most. He was he was covering he was covering a reporter. He was so, a CNN reporter like, covering the riots. Yeah. So, right? so, yeah. Got arrested so on this is what live happened. television. So he's a he's a for being I think black. He's Dominican, he was doing yeah. nothing. He's a he's a black skin guy. Yeah, I think Omar Jimenez is his name. He's reporting. Apparently, right before the the scene that they show, like he was reporting live. And the police Wait, barricade live on CNN. Live when on he CNN. got arrested, yes. yeah. So live like, on TV. there's like 50 fucking. There's <gasps> a whole the police, whole he's police ex- barricade. He's explaining very calmly. Listen, I work for CNN. I'm a news reporter. Here are my credentials. This is my crew. Over. They just moved this him. This was over. in New York. No, no this, this is, is in Minnesota. 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 I was about to be like, I'm about to take my fucking hat off. <laughs> <laughs> but keep going. What? Look, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'll show you right here. So they arrest him. First of all, they arrest no, the black reporter that. first, which is I bananas. Know this dude. Yeah, he's CNN yeah. reporter. Omar. They arrest him. But what I think is interesting, they arrest him, but then on air because of this. Of Minneapolis covering the protest and. What did she? 
That's dope. I know. I don't want to keep the audio on because we might get flagged. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, no, that's yeah, fair. So, that's fair. Uh, but basically, so like, no, but what, so yeah. basically what I, the guy's literally just like, he's not my name doing is Omar anything. Jimenez. I hear my news credentials. We'll move back if you want us to. Just tell us they where to go. They moved forward. He's like, just tell us where to go. We'll move forward. We'll move wherever you need to be. Here are right. our news credentials. Ding, We're just trying ding. to. This is my issue. And then they arrested right? him. But the craziest part about that whole situation was there was another CNN reporter. If I'm not mistaken, she was a white woman reporting on the exact same scene who mm-hmm. did not get arrested. Yeah. Why? I mean, even what the fuck are they arresting this dude for? My, exactly. Who made dude, that call? Look, look, this is who the made thing. that call? Look at what's going on around you. Look what just happened to George Floyd. Look at what it did to the communities around this area and what, how people are reacting to it. And you're going to take a man who's a reporter who has the right to be there, who you told to stand in that specific spot, and you're going to arrest the black reporter before you, first of all, Four minutes before they arrested anybody else in his crew, they take the black reporter away. What the? F- who the they fuck also is didn't give them, organizing that? They also didn't give him a reason as to why he was being arrested. They if, tell you, him. if you listen to that tape, he asked, yeah. why am I being arrested like six or seven him. times? And yeah. they didn't say shit. No, it's just like, they, 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 didn't they, read him the they didn't read him anything. What are you doing? Like, but who does, the fuck does, is behind does, that? Does. Who's making that decision? It just doesn't make no sense to me. Honestly, it's fucking tired. It is tired. Have you ever had any issues with the police? Uh, not, man, nice not, cops, by the way. not recently, thankfully. Um, I had one when I was younger. I, I got into an argument with my mom and I took a walk down the street. There's a park probably a half mile away, uh, closer to my middle school actually, because I was in like seventh grade, sixth grade at the time. And I just needed to get out of the house. So I took a walk down the street and I was sitting in front of, uh, a tree, literally just kind of sitting there. Like I didn't have an iPod or a cell phone at the time. So I was just by myself and someone from that neighborhood called the cops on me for just sitting there. They were like, yo, there's a, some black kid sitting in the park by himself. Like, I don't know. I feel sketched out about this. Can you come take a look? And a couple of, a couple of cops rolled up. They started, yeah. they started asking me a bunch oh of questions. God. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? Where the fuck do you live? Yada, yada. Another cop pulls up. Thank God. I knew who he was and he knew who I was because he worked with my mom before. That's the, I feel like that's the only reason that situation didn't go in a completely different direction because he knew who I was. And you just shouldn't have to think about that. And I lived down the block. Yeah. Bro, did y'all hear about the bird watcher? Yeah, that yeah. was that one made this, me madder oh, than anything bro, else. This, oh, yeah, wow. that was the that was the one that really got me. And that's what I'm talking about with like, what was that lady that, doing? She knows that. What, she, she knew exactly what, what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was doing. I know she knew. She, she wanted. She wanted what happened to George Floyd to happen exactly. to Cooper. There you go. Yo, if that, and that's what people need to see immediately. Like, that needs to be the first. When you see shit like that, like that's gotta be the first thing. You know, I will say also. There's the. Still the JJ and me. That's a lot. I don't know if she would want him to die, but she definitely wanted him to be arrested. She wanted something bad to happen. To yes, him. and that, that, that is, is my point. That's and my that point. is why that guy, God bless that motherfucker, hell yeah, for saying, "Yo, her life didn't deserve to be upended." Because while I stopped Jordan from saying something like, uh, "You know, same thing to George Floyd," I'm also saying, "Fuck that. Make an example of her." M- Put her ass in jail. She don't gotta be with thugs and murderers and da 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 da. But no, make a fucking example of mm. them because that's the thing. It's like if it was a black dude, man, that yeah, what? I don't even know what kind of crazy shit they would try to do to that guy mm-hmm. if the punishment was the other way. Punish her. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe you feel bad because you know you never wanted to be that black guy that was in that uh, Amy Cooper case. Yeah, but you know what? I'm sorry. 
And I can speak from that from experience because I'm just like that guy. Because I was criticizing him for saying, no, I don't want her life to be upended. But I also know I'm the same way mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And this is something that my mom and this part comes from the subduedness. But at the same time, it just comes from being a good person. I was in Morgan Stanley. I did Morgan Stanley for four years. And, you know, I did two years in investment management, which that's the thing. It's like, first of all, it's never good enough for black people because investment management is like the troubled child of Morgan Stanley. You know, there's there's asset management, wealth management or asset management, investment management, go ahead. But wealth management, it's like <clears throat> and then bankers also. And then there was like investment management. But God damn, it was Morgan Stanley, you mm -hmm. know, and I remember going in immediately still felt like kind of like uh, you know even from when you went to work it, yeah when i went to work and then you know shout out to my guy fucking patrick lombardo that was <laughs> Good like, old italian yo name. he was the fucking man yeah i'm telling you if it wasn't for that dude and I, i'm gonna show I mean, you know he's definitely gonna see this i wouldn't have made it in those first two years that was my fucking guy and if it wasn't for, and every i think you might have had a pat you know that wasn't a black guy every black guy that's the token and by himself there's at least in my experience, I've always been blessed to have at least one person that saw me regularly. Yeah, that just saw you as a human being. That Fuck saw you. me as a person. Whether it was my tennis mm -hmm. team, my lacrosse team, my football, whatever. There's always... Because that's the thing, man. And, you know, as the fucking world can be burning, but there's plenty of good white people. There's plenty of good cops. I'll be the Absolutely. first fucking person to say I love everybody. Mm -hmm. So, cool. But then I got into investment banking, and that was even more, you know... Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing too, man. That goes back to Fordham, man. People are laughing at me in Fordham too. I mean, Fordham well, for more being, for, I mean, being. for being an idiot. Mm -hmm. You know, I was stupid. I didn't care about school. Not stupid, but I just didn't care, man. Mm -hmm. You didn't, didn't apply yourself. Yeah, you play some tennis. You know, I like, some yeah. tennis. I, like, I didn't apply myself either. I cared whatever. about. I cared about. That's what college was about. Yeah. You want, you know no, what actually, else? you want to know what's fucked up? At Fordham specifically, like I had a couple conversations. I'm not going to name names and stuff, but I remember multiple conversations where. And again, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something along the lines of, are you here to get an education or are you here to play football? Well, pick one. Yeah. But my, my point really? was, I, when yeah. I was in Fordham, well, man, that I've, just I've, makes you feel like you're here, like you were brought here to fucking bring, put asses in the seat, not because right. you wanted to like get that, an education. Right. And that, but, and that happens across the country. Well, that's what's happening with the NCAA. Yeah. That's what's happening with, I mean, Bro. It's, but, we but could get into Don't, even, whole don't even get fucking, me started on the NCAA. Yeah, yeah, my, point, my point about that, though, is that, like, when I, even when I was, you know, it's like, first of all, people in high school didn't think I would get into Fordham. Okay, cool. I did that. People in Fordham didn't think I would get the job that I would get coming out of school. Okay, I did that. Mm -hmm. Now I'm at the job, and it's like, people in this job don't think I could get network to get into that job. And it's like, every time I do something good, it's still it, was, not it good still enough. felt like it wasn't good enough. Yeah. Even though for everybody else, it would be good enough. And even though I knew I was doing great, I still felt like belittled. You just feel like you got something to prove like all the time. Like oh, you feel like and, you always and, have and, to. And you know, it's like I said to Jordan, people want you to move on. And you know, you do, but I, I also deserve my moments to be weak. And, you know, that's the thing. Like, I know a lot of black kids and Dominican kids that are taught to just not be a bitch. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. And, you know, I remember being there, and it's my first year in banking. 
it's actually kind of funny too and JJ, that's jj totally cried bro no no <laughs> it's actually kind he's of gotten funny. a lot more emotional over the years it's, no, actually, I, I, it's true but i appreciate it i haven't gotten more emotional i've decided to share it more mm, that's yeah. fair I've always that's been fair. that way that's a better way to put it I've, and that is something you're taught mm. i've always but, but the people that i care about i decide to show them that emotion because they know i want them to know that i love them mm -hmm. that that's my way of showing that because they're not you're gonna meet a fucking animal. Or I also think it's, banking. it's important for, to share. Yeah, for exactly. Learning it's, it's, to it's occur. It's healthy. But you know, when I was there, I remember my first year. They um, tricked me into dressing up for Halloween. You know, the the Friday when it was really like on a Saturday or something, <laughs> or like on Monday. But everybody dressed up the Friday before. That's so, so I dressed up. up like an idiot, and there was like, and there was like, shit. there was like one VP. He sent who, me a Snapchat. Yeah, it was hilarious. I felt like, so like such a schmuck. The token black kid dressed yeah, up exactly, as a unicorn. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Like I'm the fucking doofus. And there was this one ED that you just ne never want. He was like this football player. Like he, he was also a genius. And now I'm not gonna use any names. And he was also a genius, but he was like kind of like a hardo. And he was like, hey, um, hey, JJ, um, what you got? What you got? What you, what you wearing there? And I was like, it's my Halloween costume, man. He's like, uh, I don't know if you should be wearing that. So, okay, got roasted. Had to go home. And the one guy that I didn't want to see it, saw it. Ooh. Monday comes. And I'm not going to say who he was in the group, but he was a very big player in the group. Because if I said who he was, it would I do you know, yeah. yeah. Um, he's a very big player in the group. And he walks by my desk. And it's Monday, and it's actually Halloween. And I'm a smart ass, so I wear a full suit and a tie because I know one of these yeah. bitches is going to ask me, what the fuck is your costume? And I was like, all right, I got my my pin, my flag pin. So I was Obama that day. <laughs> this very senior dude comes to my... Because that's the thing. And that is, that is why I'm comfortable with this. That's why... I think this is honestly... This is what I strive for with black and white people. I used to love this guy, first of all. Me and the, and the, and the guy that did this, me and him had a great relationship i shall also say that in case this ever you know i want nothing bad to happen to that man i'm gonna say this before i say that and he walked by me he goes hey jj uh, where's your halloween costume and i go i'm obama and he goes don't you know it's not cool to do blackface and it was mm. just silent in the in front of the whole bullpen bro like there's like Yikes. 40 people on that team that's not it that ain't it that ain't it and i remember for me, I was more confused. I was like, damn, bro, you made that joke. I was like, you got balls, bro. <laughs> I was like, I fuck with you, but damn. Um, talk about, like, red line. Well, he's lucky he was talking to you, though. Like, who, and, like, understand. No, like, wait a second. Wait a oh, second. Jesus, never mind. This shit evolved, bro. Oh, fuck. We had a lady in our oh, group. Oh, that was, fuck. <laughs> we had a lady in our group that was a black lady, man. She heard that shit. She wasn't having it, bro. She was not having it. And then we started talking to each other. And I think I didn't register how angry she was. And I was like, yeah, man, some things never change. And she was just like, well, you have the right to speak up. And I was like, eh, it's easier not to. So I think she... And that's the thing, I guess partially, man, I was fucking hiding from saying it because I was, you know, I was a little bit You were trying bit to protect yourself. I was yeah, a little bit uncomfortable. Wait, but it, it gets even deeper than that. I was a little bit uncomfortable, but at the same time, it was like that guy in the park, man. And, you know, he didn't know Amy Cooper. I knew this dude. And mm -hmm. it was like, the way you said how you felt when somebody said nigger, it's the same thing with jokes. 
you know when somebody's making a joke to be a dick. Mm -hmm. And you know and when yeah. somebody's when making when a joke an when it's an accident. And you know when somebody's making a joke because they're funny and they suck. Like, <clears throat> race or not race. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I can make a joke, a fat joke. You know, it's not racism, but like it makes me feel fucking bad. It's a great so fucking I could point. I could tell. Fat shaming. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard you make your fucking jokes. You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like your shit. Um, Thanks, bro. I do. I appreciate you. That's real confidence, bro. I've learned, seriously, I've learned from watching you guys. Yeah? Awesome, real shit. I appreciate In terms that. of that, man. So share your stories and that thing that you did. You know, and that's the thing, black. Dude, black, you're talking about like showing emotion. I'm about to cry. Up no, right seriously, now. <laughs> man. And that's that's what people have to talk about because then people understand that racism is fucking the dumbest shit ever. Stupid. So yeah. Jay, I think I think you brought up an interesting point when you brought in the the other the other black woman that was that heard that Oof, joke she was and and she came over and you were like and she told you you have the right to do that and your answer was but it would be easier not to. I've had a number of conversations over the past couple of days about what's been going on about people choosing to not speak on what's happening and stand on the side of humanity in mm -hmm. my mind because they find it as the easier route mm -hmm. and that is part of the problem 100% no, that is part no 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 I'm saying that I'm, wasn't okay that not, wasn't not you, no 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 not you specifically but I'm saying just with racism in general that is part of the problem because, because nobody people, wants to talk about exactly it. people don't want to have those uh, conversations with people that they know can have yeah. an influence yeah. over their lives mm -hmm. yeah. which is which Hell is yeah. bullshit like Hell it, yeah. it comes to a point where you have to make a decision on what's actually important in your lives if if you have any sense of morality towards another human being you know what's right and wrong mm. and you should speak up for them mm -hmm. Every single time, no matter what the circumstances are. And that's in, the way I look at it, and that's the way I will always be. And I well, especially that. with something that's been going that. on for this fucking long. Yeah, because nobody's talking about it. Exactly. But, dude, like, um, what's his face? Um, Nico, when he was on here with Denard, made yeah. a great point. And it goes back to the emotion thing. He was like, we asked him why he does the uh, makeup on his face. Yeah. Like the he, glitter. The, the glitter yeah, yeah, yeah. tears. All the time. And he that's was like, look. he was like, bro, like, I just want, it's like, a, because I'm an emotional guy. Like, I cry a lot. Like, I feel like it's a healthy and black people in particular feel like they can't express that side of them but like we're like other people like people yeah. have emotions mm -hmm. and he, that's his way of like kind of showing that and i feel like that's a huge part of it like you just feel like you can't even show the regular emotional side of you because you got to put on this like hard exterior everybody has a facade no matter what which is unfortunate mm -hmm. you people people should be comfortable enough in their own skin to walk around feeling as happy as they can possibly be doing whatever makes them happy and no one should look at them a different way. No one should bat an eye at them for it. Ever. Mm -hmm. Ever. I, I will say, though, back to, you know, when you said that you feel like you it's easier not to. Remember when I was talking about that? To, to, because And this is why, you know, you know, because this is about music. So my music taste is like dudes like Kendrick Lamar. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I put up a post when I'm, talk, I'm talking about this because this is how I use my voice. I really think through music. Kendrick Lamar's Tupac's. You know, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, MWA, you know, those are the dudes for me that really mean something because when they speak, it's their lives that they're mm. speaking about. They're speaking about reality. That yeah. to pimp a butterfly shit, it's right here. So let's do it. I know I could fuck your shit up right now if I wanted to be angry. So as much as it's easier to be quiet, it's also easier to be smart. Because what did I know was going to happen? Because I knew he was a good dude. And this is the part where it's like, we just as good as y'all at it, mm -hmm. you know? And that's the, that's, that's, that's the Dominican hustle that I learned 
that's Florida didn't teach me that shit. Mm-hmm. I learned that from 13 being in country clubs and figuring that stuff out and just being a hustling kid. So what I know is going to happen, he was going to be a good man, feel bad, bring me in, especially when it went to HR. Yeah. The lady that I that, that gave the complaint, um, she went to HR. So then I got pulled into his office. When that happened, I was like, I got this motherfucker. Because <laughs> it happened right when recruiting started for private equity, which was the only reason I got into banking. Because I knew I didn't want to be a banker. I wanted to... Bankers look at, you know, buy real estate, 100 buildings at once because they're like buying a company or portfolio. And private equity is I'm buying one building. Mm-hmm. That was what I wanted to do. And then like eventually be a developer and like stuff like that. So I knew that recruiting was happening and that he was going to pull me into his office. He pulled me into his office at that time and he apologized. And then what was the real show of apology? Hey, I know it's recruiting season. And then from there, it was kind of like, and you know, some people and some black people may call that being dirty, mm-hmm. dance with the dumb. Fuck y'all. Y'all stupid. <laughs> you know, you ever seen, there's this thing, and we could pull it up on YouTube. There's this uh, comedy skit of Bernie Mac, and he's talking about snitches. R.I.P. Bernie Mac. R.I.P. Bernie Mac. That man. Teach it. It's the same thing. It's art. It's the same thing with musicians. Bernie fucking Mac, bro. That's the Kendrick Lamar or the Dr. Dre, whoever you whoever you idolize, of comedy. Mm-hmm. And there's a thing where it's also in black culture. He talks about snitching. In short, Royalties it's like he asked some dude. Yeah. He asked some dude in court. He's like, he goes to jail. He asked some dude. He's like, man, what you in here for? And he goes, I ain't no punk. And he's like, what'd you do? I ain't, you know, I ain't no punk. I ain't talking about my blunt. And he's like, nah, you ain't no punk. You a new fool. Because I'll be goddamn if I go to jail for any of you. And you know, it's like, that's the truth, bro. Fuck that, man. Like, all that tough stuff, at the end of the day, is fucking bullshit. It really is. And at the end of the day, you can't do that for everything and for everybody. And who knows how many black men go to jail for somebody that also wouldn't do the same thing for them. Well, you just shouldn't put you in the position where you have to do that. Where you have to do that. Don't allow somebody to do those things to you, man. And that is something that I used to allow in the workplace, where it's just because, you know, don't behave that way at work. You're not allowed to speak up, things like that, where it was just kind of like rooted in me, but I also kind of ignored it. Mm -hmm. And then it got, and like to Jordan's point, where he's seen it get louder and louder and louder in my head. But to the point now, it's like, if you don't want me to ignore it, man, don't be around me. Straight up. I'll still love you. Or not say hi when I see you. But like, <laughs> if you don't want to hear it, man, I don't know what you want me to do anymore. I'm really sorry. How do you act around work now? Do you? I'm still chill. Sometimes they still be saying silly shit, to be honest. <laughs> it's kind of so, funny, but they're good people, man. Not everybody gets it. And it's not I just think happen, I, I think you probably have a you know when it's coming from a good place and a yeah, bad place and like, even yeah. so as long dude. As, yeah I and talk that's about the thing, if I you can't make it through your day go ahead, you John. take it all I well, say this with like when I'm doing comedy I'm never trying to like punch down mm-hmm. it's like a difference of like punching down and like punching up and it's yeah, like man. yo there's different shit oh. you could joke about like. I could joke with, like, I could become your friend, and I could find shit to laugh about with you that has nothing to do with the color of your skin. Yo, I have plenty of white friends that call me nigga. Straight up. And I make that decision, you know? And they and that's the thing. I think it's up to every black person to set their lines. Because you may, I may, have, I may vibe with you like that, 
or you may make a joke, but somebody else could be in this chair. It could have been another JJ that made that, you know, even if that other JJ was boys with this dude, when you say a black, and that could have been his fucking line. Mm -hmm. and, you, and that's his right to his line. And there's no other, I don't care. And that's, you know, I didn't have this confidence to come on this show and say, this is my line because other black people judge, especially if you're not really black or half black. They judge your line like my line can't be what it is because I play Nigga, fuck you. You don't know what I've been through. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I swing a tennis racket. Yeah, I do this. Yeah, I'm light skin. Yeah, I'll eat you. You don't know, you don't know anything. And that's the thing, you know, that that's a real quiet, that's a real quiet rage, man. And you, and, and they don't want us to know how to, and that, you know, I've always been an MLK guy. But I'm really starting to understand Malcolm X, man. I get it. They don't. That's scary, man. Mm -hmm. For America, bro. God forbid America starts actually getting smarter and we get more Sean Kings, all that kind of stuff. That's you and Sean King. Sean King. Yo, that's yo, a dude, bad dude, dude, bro. dude is that's dude is the real deal. Man. Sean, Sean, like Sean, King, Sean King is the real deal. He. I like that. He's man. loud. He's that's, real. That's, he's real, he's man. Should, he's he's re real, he, he, he keeps it 100% that's how it's the entire supposed time. To be. And he's loud about it, too. That's how great. it's supposed to be. Yeah. I respect him. And you know, on the flip side, and this, you know, this is also maybe controversial, but I also respect Kanye. And he's fucking batshit crazy. <laughs> and some of the shit he says, I'm like, Kanye, yo, why'd you say it like that, man? I love you so much, but why? But you know what? If you if you stop being so subjective and you really put on an objective lens, we can get into it. The shit he says, it kind of makes sense. I know. Some people are so crazy, they make too much sense. Fuck. And then it takes you a while to it's, realize it's how much sense they make. It's just too rational. <laughs> and, the, and the delivery is... And honestly... We're getting off the, topic. Why are we talking about Kanye again? I, I just lost the train of oh, thought. I'm I was sorry. just talking about Kanye because I'm saying, you know... Well, speaking your truth, I think. and like Yeah. You yeah. can Where speak you? your truth no matter what. No matter if you're black if you're saying how you feel bro mm -hmm. saying it's gonna be so much easier because then that's when you're gonna learn dude well that's a whole american care. can i ask you a question when you're on yeah we haven't brought this up yet i it, i literally just remembered that this happened like last week what you got you saw biden and and charlamagne the god <laughs> What went through your mind when you saw that shit? I have not watched that video. Okay, so I, I mean, I don't. He basically, you can pull that up. Pull that up because now I haven't, I'm I haven't seen this. This I'm curious about because like there's something like this. I, this is like first of all, this is like an 80 year old white dude. Like if I'm expecting it from anybody, I'm expecting it from like an 80 something year old white dude. But like this, I feel like cut the guy. That's the box. That's just you cut the guy break. But like that's the box. Like don't tell don't tell me what happened. Just let me watch it real quick. I'm not gonna. Yeah, and we, we're giving our opinion too much. Let me shut up. My bad. We're giving our Here opinion too much? Um, no, like, before <laughs> no. you see the video, Jordan. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. You just had it. No, it was all him on... No, yeah. it was there before. No, it's not Trump. It's Biden. There you go. That was it right there. You keep skipping at this shit. It's right fucking... <laughs> That's not it. Keep going down. It's down there. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> Frankie. It's right there. Figure it out. Up, up. Boom. Down. Down. Scoot. I just clicked that. Yeah, that's it. So don't be a dick. This shit is hilarious. What did he even say? Uh, You'll see. I love it. Uh, oh, Bobo was probably like, God damn. Uh, well, it's a long way until November. We got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. 
You got more okay. questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Right. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for. Okay, that's all it. Now, my reason I bring it up is because I I'm not saying I disagree or agree with what he says. All I I'm just saying is hear... like you shouldn't. You like, wanna, what do you feel about you just him saying anything is. like that? You want to know what that is and what pisses me off about America? I love it. And the same dude, the black face dude, he used to call me brother. And I fucking loved it. It was awesome. Why can't he speak like that? Okay, there we go. That's why I'm why so glad not? I brought it up. What is, if Trump can say all the fucking crazy, why can't we have a fucking white president with some swag? What's wrong? My Instagram handle is literally hybrid black man. The same way <laughs> I can have white qualities, why can't a black man have, you know, and you know, the other side to that is because they're killing us in the street. And mm -hmm. that's why people are pissed. Mm -hmm. So I get both sides. And honestly, if now, if I had to pick a side, that's just not cool until we stop dying. There you go. And, and that's I, why I, people I agree are pissed. With you because until people we stop what? dying. dying. Yo, yeah. Coño, what the freak? Stop killing us, and then you can have swag, mm -hmm. and we'll lend it to you because we still own that shit forever. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, you know. And until now, and that's kind of like the mouth. That's that's why I've always been an MLK guy because I would always be like, no. Eh. But you know, at some point, no, that's it, yeah. man. Now so you can't say me, that. Let me let me tell you let me tell you what my reaction to that was because my my first my first Ooh, emotion was like <laughs> I was I was kind of I was taken back by it, honestly because. The first thing that came to my mind, it brings back memories of college. It brings back memories of high school, like we were talking about before, me trying to figure out where I fit in and if I'm white, if I fit in with the white kids, if I'm black, if I fit in with the black kids, right? Biden goes, if you're supporting Trump, you ain't black. First of all, who the fuck are you to tell me that I'm not black? Mm -hmm. Who the fuck are you to tell me that I'm not anything? Like you, you don't, you don't know who I am. You don't know those experiences. So that was definitely my first reaction. However, at the same time, I can understand where you're coming from, Jay. It's just, like, it's fucked up. He did it. You really fucked up, Joe Biden. But, but at the yeah, same he time, did. He more, did. If you he vote for did, Trump, yeah, you should not have said that. What the you should fuck, not have said man? That. If you mm -hmm. vote for Trump, man, and you're a man of color. You're still a man of color, but I really don't fuck with you. <laughs> See, that's, that's it. That's well and that's what say it that that's, that's well, that's that's well said. That's well Yeah, you can say right that Right now shit. in America. I think right that the thing, with, the thing with Biden is just like, it wasn't coming out of a place of like animosity, obviously. No, it's not It's just at all. like super ignorant. You're bad. You're, right. you're, so you're just, you so dumb. This is, so this, so this actually brings up another good point. Even if he was black, I would say, damn, man. Yeah, you should. Shut up. This brings up another good point. I was having this conversation literally today with a friend of mine that's in the city, and he was asking, all right, well, like, if obviously I'm, I'm on the side of all lives matter, on the side of black lives matter, I, I think what's happening right now is bullshit. And it's... Is this a white kid? Yes. What, what he asked, like, what can I do to help? Or what could I do to actually make a difference? And I told him it was really fucking simple in my mind. It's six degrees of separation. If you really care and you really want to see a difference and make a change in what's going on, you need to hold your inner circle responsible and accountable for everything that they do and they say. Mm -hmm. That kind of shit is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. If, that, if you're not comfortable if, talking listen, like that among your boys. Exactly. If you're comfortable talking like that in front of your boys, they're going to be comfortable like that talking in front of everybody fucking else. Right? Well, there's a great point. But my question... You, however you talk... Behind the closed doors with your boys should be exactly how you feel comfortable talking in public. My, like you shouldn't be 
holding some shit back. I shouldn't hold shit back in front of you. And then, like, when you leave, me and Dylan say a bunch of racist right. shit. <laughs> but, but exactly. Exa no, you're absolutely right. But at the same time, if that does happen, one of you two should have the gall to call the other one out 100%. on his bullshit. That's, yeah. like, Yo, yeah. that's not yeah. fucking cool. And that's my point. If and you this really, is going to be a fucking really, Instagram clip because that's really an awesome want, point. If you really want to make a fucking difference, you can do it in your own circle, at your own kitchen fucking table. Hold your family accountable for the bullshit comments that they make. Mm. Hold your friends accountable for the bullshit comments that they make every single time. Hold yourself accountable. But mm -hmm. the call thing, yourself the out. The thing about it is, too, is that if you let all of it affect you, you're literally never going to get through your day. Ever. And at some point, yes, I get it. People are angry. But at the same time, we do it too. You know, black people be, I make fun of, perfect example. The same, I was talking about a kid, you know, I told him to look up rap genius if you really need to. If you want to guess shit. You know, because you can look up fucking real estate and stuff like that. That same kid, I haven't talked to that kid in like three years. But he was like, yo, you ever seen Free Solo? And I was like, no. <laughs> that movie's crazy. And then, and then crazy. but wait. And then he, I was like, what's that? And he goes, you never heard of that? And he explains it to me. I was like, man, niggas not watching that. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's some fucking white people. That's white people shit. And I was like, that's some white people shit. And he's like, yeah, without every fucking white person going to climb a wall. And I was like, you know what? You're God right. damn it, you fucking right. You got a good point. <laughs> and, and, you, and, and that's... But listen. That is honesty. But that's I, the, the goal. Whole, right. That is the goal. The goal is to get to a place where, like, we can all speak candidly but where we're behind also, this is all behind us you know what i'm saying but we're not there yet not every person like for example where does it how does it turn so violent so this that, that how brings up that's a that, perfect, that, that perfect diet, transition you know i call that shit diet racism like mm -hmm. how does it go from like a fucking too far of a black joke to the shit we see it so how do, who, the, what is i think i think that's a good transition i think one of the the biggest or one of the most important qualities that people should have, especially while talking about these conversations or talking about these types of topics that are obviously very, very emotionally charged, right? Is the ability, the ability to compartmentalize what people are saying without letting their emotions out too much while having mm. that discussion. You need to be able to have a conversation with someone without allowing your aggression or your emotions in the moment to overshadow the message that you are 100%. trying to get across. Mm -hmm. I think that I think that is probably one of the biggest problems that we see all over the fucking place. It doesn't really matter, doesn't what, matter what topic what we're talking are, about. Yeah. yeah, but the fact that like you would have to be like you're preaching like patience there. Like exactly. you have to have patience exactly. to make a point. Yeah, exactly. And like this exactly. is why I say it can't all get to you. Like patience exactly. is like fucked. Like how like if in this state right now, like how can you get something? It's it's just hard to do patience, you know. And the reason the, why black people are tripping out is because they have no patience. Yo, this is very I simple. Can't, I can't necessarily the, say that that's true though. Yep, yeah, you're saying you don't. The black reason, people don't have patience. No, I'm more saying patience than I'm, I'm than saying like anybody ran, that I know. I'm saying we've ran out of patience. Oh, we've God, been right. wait. Yo, you know that Time magazine cover that was like 1968. Yeah. Time, 20, 2020. 20. Is it going to be 2030? Probably. And that's why I'm saying I'm getting on my Malcolm X shit because MLK is like, yo, we got to be calm. We got to be this. We got to be this. We got to be chill. Saw, but at some point when diplomacy no longer works, that's what the fuck That's happens. what's going to happen. And so obviously I, it's not going to be like a takeover and it's not going to be guerrilla. And this is in 1776 <laughs> because the, if the, it, you see it, National Guard will come up in there and <laughs> ain't none of that happening anymore. But 
and hopefully it does something. I saw I saw a post on Instagram the other day that was uh, another meme because everything is a fucking meme these days. <laughs> but it, even but the but racist it was, stuff. No, apparently, it, actually, but Maybe it was it was pertaining to to Colin Kaepernick and him taking a kneel. But him taking yeah, a kneel for, for the national fla- for the <laughs> national anthem and he and like what's going on right now. This is why he was doing those things. But ah oh, fuck. You lost your train of thought. I lost it. I it's lost okay. It. No, no. You're going down a great road. No, it'll come back to me in a minute. I think, Hang on. Well, they, oh, I know exactly what you're gonna say. They were saying, um, "Fuck, I lost my." Train. No, I got it. No, 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 no. So he, he was protesting in the most peaceful manner manner possible, right? Mm-hmm. People have been doing that for years, right? <clears throat> they see, let me fin- let me finish. Okay, let me finish. Okay. They have been doing that for years, that right? Is. And. A lot of times they are met with violence for no reason. They're mm-hmm. not inciting in any way, shape, or form. So now we see everything that's happening right now. And a lot of people, yes, they're doing peaceful protests. But other people are looking at it like, damn, we tried going the peaceful route. Now we're going to do some of this shit and you're going to fucking listen. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. Because, that's, because that's the only way you can listen yeah mm-hmm. you've showed us that yeah because mm-hmm. you tried to be peaceful and they were like you're being you're not being paid you're being anti-patriotic exactly. you're, yeah, anti- you're not america see, because you're not standing up for the exactly. fucked exactly. up about america is the a fact that that they define peace that they say that there's a greater peace in standing up for your flag and going out to michigan with the fucking guns in front yeah. of people's face than there is for kneeling to the flag and going like this. Right. Yo, and those, no are, guns those are almost those are the same people, too. Right. Yo, the same people fucking, who went into Michigan with the guns are the same people that shit in Colin also, Kaepernick for taking it, the name. How is it okay for them to walk up to the Capitol steps with fucking AR-15s well, on their hips? those roles. What the hell is happening right and, now and the, like and the cops are doing a fucking thing Yo. while standing there because they're comfortable, that's right? When I, that's they, when I was really They've all got guns. They're comfortable. But then when people are peaceful protesting, cops are going to roll by, start shooting rubber bullets and pepper spray people? Pepper spray? You saw the shit? Come on, man. Yeah, listen, I, was, I, I like, remember oh college insane. Bro, this colleges is are colleges are fucking crazy too cuz think about it. I saw another post I saw today. There was a kid talking about uh University of Maryland like every time they beat Duke, they flip cars, light shit on fire all the time and riots are happening and nothing's going on, right? From the cops. Mm-hmm. But then a similar situation happens that's actually about a an important issue mm-hmm. and they come out shooting rubber bullets and and pepper spraying mm-hmm. people. Why? Did you see the the chick that got dropped? Oh Some my white God. woman got fucking tossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are yeah, you doing? That was rough. And she was just, like, shouting. Yo, how are you meeting non-aggression with aggression? Exactly. In a time like this. Exactly. Like, but listen, that, but that's if my, you want to fucking That is exactly tackle- my point. That is exactly my point. Like, people have tried going the peaceful route, and mm-hmm. all they're seeing for as a response is aggression mm-hmm. and violence. So... Might as well get aggressive. You're, you're showing me... Yep. You're showing me aggression and violence for for something that is extremely peaceful about uh, an issue that's obviously very charged. What do you think is going to happen next when the when the next time this happens? Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm, I'm come out aggressive as fuck, mm-hmm. or not me specifically, but, but a lot mean. of people I are going to come out aggressive as fuck. And yeah. you know, 100%. and then it goes because that's the thing. This shit goes in circles, man. But then you have the fucking that lady. I forget if she's the governor or the mayor of Atlanta who might be like running with as VPs um, as. Biden's running mate. She might get that. They've been talking about it in the news. She has like short hair. She was disgusted when they were doing that shit in CNN. And you know what? Quite frankly, like, damn, man. Like, because then that was the thing too. You know what? I started to get confused. There was a white. It was a white dude with the fucking skateboard and shit. Or that started the riot. Yeah, I was like, 
And, and you know, it's like wait, that, I'm sorry, I'm in the guy. I'm who, not in the, the first person who did like yeah, one malicious act was a yeah, dude with a skateboard a breaking dude, some yeah, glass. And he was like, oh, and shit. he was wild. And I, and you know, I was like, damn, did it like his best breath, Frank. Like I'm, y'all been so for so long, so chill about this shit, and now y'all so like. Why are you? I wouldn't doing even this? say chill. I would just say quiet. Or quiet. That's what I mean. Yeah. Because if you're if you're yeah. if you're chill, if you if you're not chill with something, hopefully you get loud. Mm. Unless you're black. Yeah. But now, now motherfuckers starting to get loud. Well, I think now I more than ever. I also support that. But damn, don't don't be doing that. You also, now more the than fact ever. That everything's on video now. Like. You you watch you watch with both your eyes. Yeah. You watch George Floyd get pulled out of car, and not resist arrest. You watch him get cuffed, can't he's no longer a threat. You watch him get put on the ground, and then just straight up murder. Or the like, fact that they I want, so I want, mad I want, and I want let those, it go. I want those That's three it. other police officers yeah. that were standing around watching that dude murder. Yeah, they're still George they're Floyd. on trial. Have they even been the other? Uh, th- no, the like other getting, three cops have they been arrested yet? Because they should. They, they just, should have been. They days just ago. arrested the Derek, whatever the fuck. Fuck that um, Asian they guy, were, by the way. Yeah, that Asian fuck guy was a prick. You should they, have heard Jordan talking about that. <laughs> That's what. I'm, like the, yeah, all three so of those cops should be charged for think, accessory to murder. I think they're like, trying to get right more. Now. I think they're just. They have to have a certain amount of evidence, and they did. What they didn't more have evidence the, do you I'm, need? I'm with you. I just that. That's what I heard them say. So I, like I, I think I've they're the they're trying thing. to arrest well, them. But, so, that, but so that's my no, I got you. Yeah, but like, so, but, no, no, that's, no, I got you. That's, but that's my that's my point though. Like, how much more evidence do you actually need? There, there is video. No, but but that's my point. Like, he, all all three of those other police officers should be charged for accessory to murder Absolutely. because they allowed that shit to happen. At no, I know for a fact. I have friends in Southington that are cops. At no point have they been taught in any sort of police training to put their knee. On a suspect's neck. Nobody has to subdue them at no point. For Never like mind for eight minutes. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> eight fucking minutes. Especially when, There's especially like when they're not a violent. It's one right. not a violent not crime. And he's, and he's yelling. He bounced I can't a fucking breathe. check, dude. He bounced. And a he's check. yelling. I can't breathe. Yo, and he's he's, also he's, why it's he's so under crazy. he in he his, yo, a fucking Dylan, check. in his mind he's understanding like yo this is some real shit I yo. really think I'm going to die I need to choose yeah. my words yeah. extremely carefully How right you now get murdered he for chose being broke. I can't breathe so carefully and no one did a fucking thing yo. that is and absolute bullshit. and by the way it's not like it it was nobody was there shouting yo he's gonna die there's. Ten people screaming, "Yo, he can't breathe!" Like you need. That's and how we. Just, saw, like, that's how we saw this whole thing. That's because what I'm other saying. people were there. I'm thankful for them. Yeah, for I'm sure. absolutely thankful for them. That's yeah. why I think that's why all this shit's happening so often now. Because like you got technology everywhere, you got cameras everywhere. And I think also the time more. that we are living in right now, we have never been living in like a more turned up hot time for dude. Like attention, people are out of work. People, yeah, like yeah. there Stuck is in your most crib. highest yeah. uh, highest unemployment rates in. History, like shit, is going down right now, and it's like, yo, if we're gonna fix this, is a this is a time of like a revolution. Like, older people, like we're in our mid twenties right now, and it's like it's about to be like our world, like twenties, thirties, forties, like all these fucking old dudes in Congress, like get them the fuck out of there. They don't know what is happening anymore. Get people in there who are understanding, like what the political climate is. Who just have a connection to the real world. You know what the thing is, though. The political circle gotta get that shit's not happening anytime soon, man. Well, I it hope, should happen, you know, man. There's, there's right plenty now. of kids in our generation. Like, for example, I just... It's kind of a fallacy, but I just... Y- y'all seen Otter Banks? No, I no. haven't. All right. There's some crazy-ass white boys in that show. And it's like the country club kids. And that's kind of the same thing in real life, man. There's some... 
Yo, there are plenty of fucking... There's still a ton of them our age, man. Mm. Yeah, for they sure. They will be turned into... And that's the thing. Not even killers and stuff that like will go out and but i mean just somebody who's like a real dick mm -hmm. yeah you know 100 and that's why you have brads and chat and that fucking stupid means because that is real life and those you know if they don't become financiers they become congressmen or lawyers and so you know because i asked my mom yo when do you think it's gonna be like normal people in congress and she was like not our lifetimes and I, you think, I disagree you think it's gonna the majority i think I, I disagree. The majority. I'm, I, I'm saying, when is it going to be the majority that of, of them? I think by the time that, that we are in old age. You think so? Yeah, I do think so. Right. I think There's that a lot our of generation. Think about how much has just happened this year. It yeah, just keeps happening. You got to realize too, like, it's got to change. The got person it. I was like, has changed though. Full admission though, I was a brad in fucking college. And then, like, <laughs> I mean, came out of school and was like, that, college. That, like why, dude, I was like a was, frat dude. But, and like, wait one second. Wait one so second. Bad. Wait one second. Because now I'm going to tell you how I define a Brad. Because, first of all, I know a guy named Brad, and he's a nice dude. <laughs> I know a guy named Brad, too. He's black. And he, yeah, and he's the fucking man. And my, yo, shout out, and, shout out my guy, Brad. Yeah, and yo, the Brad shout that out I work, Brad. And the Brad that I know Captain is the a fucking, he's a What's good dude, nice kid, like, really smart, whatever. But what I mean by it is because... Yo, you would never fucking hurt anybody, though. This is no. the thing, though. You I were think a frat, dude, but like, okay, and maybe you didn't understand things, but you weren't malicious. No, you're just I among was, the culture. Well, the just thing a is, smuck. Th th that's exactly. what you mean the, by the, Brad. The problem was is that, like, yeah. I associated excuse, things. Like, I was always, like, a good dude. I, yeah. I made right choices. I yeah. grew up with a mother who's, like, the if most ultra liberal person I've yeah. ever met in my whole life. Yeah. Like, I have always been someone I, th I think that, you know, is a good person. A good person, but like, you associate with dude like i associated with dudes who yeah, were those guys yeah, yeah. and i do think that like in terms of tolerance like if i had a conversation with those guys now versus today now and like oh, in 10 years from now yeah. and it's like i do think that like you would be able to get through to those dudes more than like our my dad's generation yeah who course. are just like blinded and of course like, there's still time to change is what i'm saying right, in but our there generation. Are still I agree. blind kids man. so yeah oh, there are there definitely are but i think the problem with the older generation, like you were just talking about, is their unwillingness to change. Yes. Or their unwillingness to even think about the same topic from a different point of view. Yeah. And and just and just think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like they are so they're so set in their ways that they think of change as a negative when in my mind they should be thinking of it as a positive thing. There's because there's no excuse though. It's like exactly. yo, racism doesn't belong in our country anymore. Anywhere. Fucking period. How period. do we fix that? Point blank. And it Done. shouldn't take fifty years. And I hope that it it's doesn't. a lot, long, lot longer than fifty years, but yeah. I I'm saying I'm saying like to make a bigger change and yeah. this could be yeah. some what change are you talking about? What do you think is gonna change? What I think because equality? that's the thing, it's like I think the narrative equality? like the narrative from the top. Equality. I think it's gonna Yeah, exactly. How do we how does but that happen? I, it's a difficult process, but could it take something like fifty to seventy but years? There's like there's like you know, do I think fifty years from now maybe separation of payment may be different and like a thinner margin yeah do i think um you know more black men will be in corporate america sure or women sure but do i still think somebody's gonna die 50 years from now yeah because, because of what though because of yo how it's happening right now i mean just look at the history how you were talking about your uncle bro mm -hmm. 
this has been a long time. Yeah, and well, that's, and we that's I think the point bl- that he's trying to make. It's like it has been a long time. Like it's time to change. Like it been that the last fifty years, we know what's happened. The last fifty yeah. years. I think his point is just like I guess the, by the end of the next fifty I'm years, up, that I'm that's upset, gonna be. I'm an upset parent. That's like I'll believe him when I see it. And you sh- as you I, should as you feel should. like that. As you should, you should feel, feel like that's, that. That's what it is. Because like, like, like I don't like, believe that shit until I start to see. Because you've yeah. been fucking. Be- and I don't think hoping, it's gonna thinking things are gonna change I, exactly. forever. Exactly, hundred percent. I get that. Exactly. And when there's no hope, there's fucking people pissed off. Mm-hmm. And there's no hope in it out there anymore. That's why so many people are pissed. They have yeah. no hope to cling on. To. I can't. I can't say that there's no hope because look, uh, look at all. Look at all. A lot of them. Right. I think. I think the level of hope is definitely lower. Lower than it was. Yeah, it's but not I can't gone. say there's it's none because gone. look at look at all look and at all these people that are showing stuff. support yeah. out protesting day peacefully yeah, all man. over all over yeah, New York. Yeah. My sister, yeah, you're right. yo, right. wrist chops, what's good? You were down in Philly today. That shit, I got. I literally just got a text message from her. She said that the energy there was Crazy. like liter- literally life changing. She has never felt something like that before in her life, and it was the most peaceful thing ever. And that's what that's what we're trying. Every, to get to. Every, like, everyone right now, everyone down there, everyone that was protesting in new york philly all over the goddamn place this is right now this is about coming together as people not as a specific race 100 as people because we are all people that was beautifully said yeah i think like your your point of saying that um in 50 years we'll like more black people be in corporate america maybe but i was thinking more in terms of like just like tolerance for and like increased tolerance. And I, I think the reason why I'm saying is because that can be forced, literally. And going back to the token well, shit, going back to the token shit, there's rules in Morgan Stanley about how many fucking black people they gotta hire. Yeah, because that's okay. why, yeah, that's the problem. And, and that is why this shit has been lingering for so long because like. Because we've, bro, we've given you this. JJ, that's so a loophole. That's what I'm, and that's that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. What is the change you're talking because about? Because that's how it was dealt with the yeah. first time. Now and I hope you know what I'm they saying? change. That's the hope. And I yeah. hope they change it. But you know what? This isn't the first time. And the, uh, now we're going in a circle. But this is not the first. Man. I think though that the date, like our generation. I feel like is one of the first generations that's really like we're very mixed. Yeah. I feel like we're very mixed yeah. and tolerant. Yeah, in and our that's generation. the beauty of media. And you got it. Like I think that you know like you talk media. about the like the white dudes who like still have their crews who like still do yeah, that man. shit. Like that type of energy is like starting to become less. I think, and it's like I don't know if white dudes in the future are gonna have as much power as they do now because of all this shit happening. Mm-hmm. My that's my hope. I I hope white dudes well. who are about the wrong shit, because like they're the final piece of the puzzle. Like I f- I feel like most other cultures are like pretty. Like would you say that like they're if not- all white finance bros immediately became like activists for like would that ha- no. how would that expedite the process? I don't think that how do we that how much. do we expedite the process then? I, I think the expedition there is no that's the point. Yeah, there is no there's, expedition. There's no, the process. no, it has to get. And that's the thing. Yourself. It's like it's not just like. That's what I'm saying. Y'all picking on the finance bros, man. It's, well, I was just using just a good no, example. No, but it's it's <laughs> it's so deeply rooted. I mean, think of that, you know, besides the fact that whatever Amy Cooper was in finance, you know how many fucking Amy Coopers there are? Yeah. Yo. Let's stop playing, bro. Come on, man. It's it, like people are underestimating the numbers. That that's what it is, man. If if we're having shit like Amy Cooper's Think about how many we're having of like I wish I could beat the shit out of you and mm-hmm. nobody would see. 
I think it's just for me, I may be ignorant to say that change will happen because like, I don't know if I have that perspective, but it's frustrating for me as like a white dude to know that like people who are like me are the problem. Yeah, and I, I'm like, I how do you that. not well, see that's the white it guilt the way that we shit. should? That's the white guilt thing. It's like, but like, you're also, it's the white guilt, but it's also met with like, but it's the hopeful be, side of you. Like, you you're hopeful for guilt, it. But that's the thing. And you know, I have, no, it's, I've it's had like a couple a white people come to me, but you shouldn't feel guilty. You didn't do nothing. And, and I get it. I get it that like you feel, it's almost like if you're an older sibling and you were really rich when you were old. But then your dad lost all his money, and then you had a little brother, and then that kid was, you know, it's not your fault that you grew up with the money. It's not your fault that you're white and you have privilege, and I'm black and I don't. But those feelings and that ugliness is there, and the fact that you allow yourself to feel that is something that a lot of white people, and that's the thing, the, it's diet, it's Yo, Fordham ran, ran the first. I stole that from Fordham, man. That's one of the only thing. That's one of the very few things that stuck in my mind and that I really appreciate about Fordham University. They ran a, on the front page of the Fordham uh, Ram uh, diet racism. And if there's a if that girl finds this, tell her I'll never forget that because that's what it is. You know, the Holocaust was awful, but it stopped and it never happened. And there's still plenty of anti-Semitism, but you know, racism. It just kept going, and like nobody talked about it. You know, as awful as the Holocaust was, at least I had an end. There is this is never. It's like it's never ending. Yeah, that's why it's that's why it's so hard to be like, okay, but what's the, what is that change that's actually gonna happen, man? Because it's it's so deeply rooted, and that's what you know. That's what the smart people talk about in CNN in a way more intellectual way than mm-hmm. I. Do. It's and they write books about that shit because it's so in our culture. It's even and I forget the essay and I'm gonna look it up and find it out to you. But there was a Haitian slave owner back way back when who wrote an essay about how to control the mind of a man. And that when you can and that's when, you know, they beat the shit out of them, but they knew how they were beating the shit out of them. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just all like physical force. There was a there was a mentality towards it and they 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 broke them down, and it's almost like, you know, if we're going to go back to that, how I was talking about Kanye and the slavery thing, or I didn't talk about it, but one of the crazy things he said is that, you know, slavery was a choice. And I was like, God damn it, Kanye. Why did you have to say it like that, bro? Why did you have to say why, why? Come on, man. Because, but if you look at it with a really objective lens, what he means is, and this, this is even in our culture today, is if every slave was Harriet Tubman, there would have been no slavery, bro. That shit would have been real because there was no FBI and there was no, you know, there wasn't AR-15s. It was shotguns. So if this, however many slaves, you know, running everywhere, it would have been over. But the the white man is real smart back, especially back then. Black people are starting to get it now. And that's why it's dangerous. That's why hearing us talk is scary. It's like, oh, shit, we don't got control of the Nick. No, no, you don't got it no more. But back then, they knew how to control the white, the, the black man. And that's why it's so deeply rooted. Yeah. Because they've been doing this shit forever. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been taught to them. And even it's even in a way where it's like, and that's the thing. This I would not say this is the majority of white people that are like, no. But it's just extremely filtered. Like music. Like, you know, there's 
the lows and the highs and over the years it's been more and more filtered in one way and hopefully i don't know where we are in that filter we're definitely not anywhere near fucking trying to control my fellow black men and have them be my like ah, no but we're not close to like yeah this shit's gone yeah we're not we're not anywhere yet. near close no, we're, we're not. not close and if that shit was happening whatever since 1776 and even longer before that i don't know I don't know when this is going to stop. But I, if I was in Gabby, man, that shit ain't stopping soon. I hope it does. We hope it does. I hope it does. I think the argument could be that, like, social media just, like, amplifies all these it's stories it's so yeah, goddamn it's, much it's that, actually, like, yo, it's, I saw, it's, it's like... I saw, I saw another post today. Like, bang, the state, bang, the state bang, in New yeah. York, the state in New York, finally, not finally, because I honestly didn't even know this was a thing until today. They changed a law that is now allowing viewers of videos that you see on social media to file complaints as witnesses for crimes now. That's going to change a lot of shit. Wow. That's going to change a lot of shit. That's really interesting. That's huge. I guess you are huge. watching the crime. I mean, I guess that makes sense. That's fucking crazy. I didn't hear that. That's wild. I saw it today. Damn. I, th- I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna change a lot of things. I really do. I hope it does. Same. First step. Can we smoke a joint now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Been, yeah. Let's wrap up. Um, I'm just glad we had you guys on. That was awesome. Um, yeah, man. I don't know if that was tough for you guys to talk about. I appreciate it. Nah, yeah. uh, honestly, I'm 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 glad I'm glad we're having these conversations. I feel like these are the types of conversations that more more people need to have because stepping out of your comfort zone is the only way the rest of the world is going to become comfortable. Damn. That's it. Yeah, ditto, bro. That's it. Jordan Jordan's way more, and this is this is honestly part of it. But that's why he's Mike, and I'm Mario, cause I'm straight up. Especially for something like this, man. Like when you talk, like I'm being honest when you talk about it. I, a part of me definitely wanted to come here to speak to you guys, and I would say the majority of it is because, and your fucking viewers should know this. I came here for you guys. Mm-hmm. I ain't come here, you know, because I necessarily wanted to do it. Where on the contrary, yeah, I, know, I was completely yeah, different. Like I definitely wanted to come because you know, of you guys, but I also wanted to we become wanted to, because yeah. these conversations are fucking important, and everyone but should understand. You know that. what? The, 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 my point is, and I've said it, I've said the word a couple of times now. This is all honesty, man. And the reason why I was able to come here, aside from you two, is because of him. Mm-hmm. Because you, and this is how I, I always say, I don't surround myself with ain't shit niggas, and that doesn't mean you, you have money. That doesn't mean. You know, you drive a fancy car, and it, it could, I could make, I could be the more successful one via possession and all that kind of stuff. The way people would say, you know, or define success. You are. You make way more money than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, but why was he able to motivate me to the point to do things where I really never thought I'd be able to do? You know, and that. Does it, I don't. He could have been the fucking fattest, ner- nerdiest. I don't white dude. I don't give a fuck. But stop that, talking about Dylan, bro. He's that, literally <laughs> right next to you. Yo, what are you talking about? Dylan's a model now. Damn what do you mean? Damn it, what bro. I saw that Lululemon shot. What are you doing? Like your when you were doing your challenge and losing all that weight, man. Dylan is a model, man. You make you you pushed me to go to the gym too. And I was like, yo, if he, because that's the thing. And you know, it's talking about inspiration, right? Yeah, yo, that's the thing too. It's like. I get it that, you know, and, and I fucking shame on black people 
you know, I get it that the focus is black people right now. I'd be the first person to say that. Yeah, if you're just tuning in, this is not the point of the uh, episode. Yeah, this is not the point <laughs> of the black people. But, yo, there are still plenty of horrible things happening to other people during this. 100%. And there's still corona, bro. Okay? <laughs> there's still well, corona out there. So there are other problems, too. And if somebody else voices, you know, I feel... Don't shut them down, you know? And I see a lot of that stuff. I get it. You're angry. But, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a little sad, too. And that's... You have to listen to people because then you are the angry black man. Because just because you're angry, that doesn't mean it's not somebody else's turn. Mm -hmm. Everybody can figure it out. Work together, you know? Some things need... You know, some students need more attention right away, and you help those students. But it's, gotta, it's always got to be a balance. Mm -hmm. And now it's just... At this point in time, it's like very much like this, and we're all so we gotta like come on, man. We're not Close asking again. for the world either, but Close again. time. Close, yeah. Let's start closing this shit. Let's start closing this shit. <laughs> Close the gap. Coño. Well said. I Coño, think. Coño, maldito. I, I, um, I appreciate you guys coming on, for especially yeah, coming on for the two of us. I, yeah, I appreciate Straight all up, your viewers should know you got you guys are real, bro. I appreciate appreciate that. Um those compliments and i think that i learned a lot today and it was kind of like i found myself with like not a lot of words to say and usually this is like my own show and i'm like i want to say everything <laughs> yeah. and it was just like felt that it wasn't like i was happy to share my platform with yeah. you guys i think this is my first time meeting you i just only knew you through social media but you could ask him if i wasn't comfortable you may not know this but if i was not comfortable with you i would yeah you know, he I'm wouldn't have said up, i would be way more he wouldn't have said shit <laughs> trust yeah. me so y'all are cool me I know that. I know that. That. did we just become best friends <laughs> you want to do karate in the basement <laughs> no but in all seriousness i really do appreciate you guys a lot like allowing us to come on and, and share our voices and shit because I I really do think this is extremely extremely important and my I don't I don't necessarily think that my message should just be coming from us so I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna leave you guys with with a with an action item that I talked about before you guys really you guys really want to see change start doing it within your own circles I know you guys are best friends and you guys are, are we don't hanging have any out friends, all the fuck all the friends bro. but I'm, but I'm saying when when you guys are out at restaurants if you hear if you hear anything from a, even a random stranger frankie this goes for you too. call those people out on their bullshit yeah. that's the only way this shit is going to start i've done that shit because me in trouble but i love start. doing that shit that's yeah, fine but that's stir that's, the fucking yo, pot, that's, baby that's part be of the squeaky wheel. it that's part of it you have to be comfortable putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation for things that fucking matter right 100 percent agree bro 100 percent 100 percent agree that, um that's perfectly said Perfectly said. We can so, do this for days. Yeah, we can. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's a perfect spot. What time is it? Let's it's 1020. Let's smoke some fucking weed. Yeah, preach. Cool. Um, <laughs> yo, um, have a good Monday, guys. Have a good Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday.